Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See? Great. It's awesome. The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles. Okay, can I... Oh, yeah, and my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm really glad it does all that, but I only need to see your member ID card. Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org slash app. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Monday. Great to have you in. Dave Lapham coming up in a bit. Joe Goodberry tomorrow. And man, oh man, on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals. Bengals win. Five observations. From the win, LockedOnBengals.com. Joe Goodberry made his LockedOnBengals.com debut over the weekend, writing about the wide receivers. It still holds up. Check that out as well. Jake Lisko has an article up. Check that out. You're going to hear from Dave Lapham on today's podcast. So much to get to, and it's funny because you know how Facebook, everybody listening probably has a Facebook, and it has that on this date feature. We have this on this date feature, and it tells us what happened, what we did, what we were doing a year ago or two years ago or three years ago on that date. Well, last year, the Bengals were 2-3, and three, and I wrote an article and, and did a podcast here on Locked on Bengals. It was pretty simple. The verdict was in on the 2016 Bengals. I'm going to read an excerpt of that, and they were 2-3 and three through five weeks, just like they are today, and yet the feeling completely different, and rightfully so. We will get to that as we roll on here. A ton to get to today, and before we move on, I want to give you a word from SeatGeek because I'm going to the Jacksonville game. By the way, the Jaguars beating the Steelers, huge. So I'm going to Jacksonville, flight booked, haven't got tickets yet, but you know how I'm going to buy them? With SeatGeek because it doesn't have to be difficult to buy tickets. If you're going to Paul Brown Stadium for a home game, you're going to a road game, heck, you're going to Pittsburgh. A lot of Bengals fans make that trip up to Pittsburgh. You want tickets? Get them with the SeatGeek app. I have it on my phone. It's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I've had family use it. I've had friends use it for baseball games, for concerts, for NFL games. I can be anywhere, and with the app, just plug it into my smartphone. Boop, boop, boop. I actually just or I'm going to be using tickets, like I said, for the Jacksonville game. I'm going to try to go. It's tough to do back-to-back weeks. I'm going to try to go to the Tennessee game as well. I have family in Tennessee. going to try to make that one work. SeatGeek saves you time and money. It searches multiple ticket sites. So you could compare prices and find amazing deals. Every seat, every ticket, 100% guaranteed. And they grade every seat based on value. So you can identify the best value seats and the ones that fit your budget. Best of all, you're going to get, just for listening to Locked on Bengals, you're going to get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. All you got to do is download the SeatGeek app, enter promo code LONFL, like Locked On NFL. That's promo code LONFL for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. And let's get today started with something pretty simple. I wrote this on ESPN1530.com a year ago. The verdict is in. I wrote, this team reminds me of the uh, 2007 and 2010 Bengals. Both had potential on paper, paper, gosh, but they weren't good enough to deliver on expectations. That's what I wrote a year ago about the Bengals after they got throttled in Dallas when it was 28 to nothing at the start of the fourth quarter. 
it was supposed to end differently this season for this team with guys like A.J. Green and Perfect and Geno Atkins and veterans like Carlos Dansby and Brandon LaFell that were added. Five weeks in and the Bengals are facing a different ending, but not the one they expected. Two and three and have yet to play a great game. They've been blown out or outplayed by every team except the poor Dolphins, which they were poor at this point last year. This team wanted a bye in the playoffs. Now they're going to be lucky to get there. Obviously, they finished 6-9-1 last year. They didn't get there. So what's the difference now? Because a year ago, they're 2-3, and three, and I said put a fork in them. And now they're 2-3, and three, and I'm going to come on here and say, well, they got a shot. Window open again. Well, as does everything, there's context needed. Why were they 2-3 and three a year ago? They didn't have the talent. No pass rush. Slow defense. Offense wasn't producing. No Eifert. No running game. This year, well, their defense, elite, fast, pass rush, bolstered. Offense, getting better. Even with turnovers yesterday, overcame those against a good defense. Offensive coordinator, I'm a buy, buy, buy. I'm buying Bill Lazor. Bill Lazor had this offense at home against the Bills. They turned the ball over three times, scored 20 points. They didn't score 20 points in two games at home. <laughs> With Ken Zampezi. Think about that. And they were healthy. They had Tyler Eifert. Two games at home, they scored nine points total. Yesterday, three turnovers. Big turnovers. Key moments. Were fine. The offensive line that we were so concerned about was pretty solid yesterday in pass protection. They do need to figure out the running game. But overall, a hobbled Andy Dalton battled through adversity. A.J. Green battled through adversity. This team battle through adversity the defense looks every bit the part even with their starting cornerbacks out to me this team it's trending upward and you got to feel good about where they are right now and it's it's so interesting to me that how quickly things change from 0 and 3 to now 2 and 3 very much alive very much in the hunt and Dave Lapham talked about it on the Radio Guys recap on Bengals.com. Here's Dave Lapham on Andy Dalton's performance. 328 yards, a touchdown, even though he was hobbled after getting his ankle rolled on on a, a sack, and then he got hit after that. Never came out of the game. Here's Dave Lapham on Dalton's performance. It was a gutsy performance. You know, ankle injury is what it ends up being. And, uh, you know, when your foundation's got a crack in it like that, not only to be able to throw the football and drive off of that, uh, you know, that crack foundation and transfer weight, but to run it. You know, a lot of times he was running it and diving for first downs. And, you know, a couple of times he had trouble getting up off the ground. Teammates had to, ha- had to help him get up off the ground. He was that much of an issue. And, you know, you can define leadership many different ways, but sometimes doing that with the unspoken word is light years uh, better definition of leadership. And I think a lot of guys responded to him very, very positively on all phases, offense, defense, and special teams. So uh, kudos to Andy Dalton for for getting it done under tough circumstances. And, Dan, finally, Joe Mixon gets an NFL touchdown. They get a rushing touchdown. It took them five games to get a rushing touchdown. And honestly, I mean, I, I really admire Bill Lazor for trying. He's staying after calling that running game. And still, no dividends. Hopefully they can get it together during the bye week and, you know, maybe reemphasize some things and do things maybe a little bit differently in terms of blocking scheme or whatever. But they got to be able to run the football better than they have been. That's Dave Lapham after the game, and he's right. That's the one thing. You look at this team. Bill Lazor needs to find a way to get them more effective 
running the ball. And, and that's why what they did, he got the, the, the job, had 10 days to prepare for Green Bay. They almost pulled that off. Then you go to Cleveland. It's a get-right game. They blow out Cleveland after a slow start in that first quarter. Then they get a win over Buffalo, sneak into the bye, can catch their breath. Bill Lazor can find a way to get this offense exactly where it needs to be heading into Pittsburgh. Maybe John Ross is healthy. Maybe John Ross does come back. And we will discuss that, I'm sure, this week, some next week. But this team, there's hope. There's hope. Andy Dalton looks like a different player. You heard Phil Simms on this podcast last week. Andy Dalton looks different with Bill Lazor. A.J. Green is getting the football. A.J. Green's a guy that doesn't talk much after games. He said something that Thursday night, next day, new offensive coordinator. A.J. Green was excited. Here he is after the game discussing how he bounced back. Look, the slant, I don't put it on him, but a lot of people do. That was intercepted. The ball was high. A.J. Green got a hand on it, didn't get two hands on it. But the fumble and the drop that led to an interception, those two are certainly on A.J. Green. Here he is on how he bounced back to set the team up for the game-winning touchdown at the end of the third quarter. We got to be, man. Uh, that's one thing about me. I don't get too high on myself. I don't get too low. Just stay the course and uh, you know let my preparation take over and stay focused. And uh, you know, I had no doubt I'd make a play. Uh, almost gave them one today, um, but it's, it feels so good, man. We had a good, a great team win today. Uh, man, offensive line, fight their butt off. Andy playing through injury. Fought his butt off, man, and the defense played un- unbelievable, man. Guys making plays, TK, Joe, when the numbers called, man, it was unbelievable day. That's A.J. Green following the Bengals game. He was talking with Dave Lapham in the Bengals locker room, and-, and that's the thing. Like, you hear the excitement because now the Bengals didn't play that well yesterday. On defense, they were really good. But on offense, three turnovers, moved the ball, but they left a lot out there. Didn't run the ball well. Left a lot on the bone. There's a lot of meat on the bone, a lot of potential that hasn't been uncovered yet. And that's why I think you hear that excitement in A.J. Green's voice. Finished with seven receptions for 189 yards. Here's Dave Lapham on A.J. Green's performance. Great players make great plays when you have to make them to, you know, salt away football games. And he did have his problems. And I gave him an out. You know, I said, now that ball was a little greasy. You know, I mean, everybody, the defensive backs, everybody was talking about how slippery that football was. A.J. wasn't going to buy it, wasn't going to go with any part of it. I think that's why he was kind of caught between using his body or his hands because it was a little bit greasy. That pig wasn't, uh, you know, it was slick. That pig was definitely slick. But, you know, you, you, you have great plays and then make some mistakes and then come back and make more great plays. That's the definition of a, of a great player who can continue to focus, you know, and not lose his focus in the bad moments and then just laser-like focus to, to finish a football game. I think that's what, uh, that's what A.J. Green's all about, and that's, that's nothing but a good sign. I said it. You said it. You thought it. I thought it. When Ken Zampezi was relieved of his duties and the Bengals moved on from him as offensive coordinator, it was pretty simple going into Green Bay. You go in, you get the ball to your playmakers, and you live with the result. Like in basketball, who do you want to have the ball? Even even if they have 10 turnovers on the night, well, Kobe's getting it. Kobe's getting the ball even if he's 5 for 50 on the night. doesn't matter. Five seconds to go, game on the line. That's who you want having the ball. A.J. Green made the play when they needed it made, set up the game-winning touchdown. What would be the game-winning touchdown with Joe Mixon? Joe Mixon, by the way, that run, that touchdown run, you can check out the view from the Bengals radio booth. I was taking a video. It was perfect timing. It's a great run. And uh, I, I have that video on the blog, LockedOnBengals.com, the website. 
So check that out as well. Look, there's plenty of reasons to be excited about this team, about what has taken place over the past two weeks. And there's one guy that hasn't gotten a lot of credit, and I want to give him some credit because we haven't talked about him much. And the more and more I think about it, he's a big reason they are where they are, and he's a big reason they're in this position to potentially get back not only in it, but maybe even win the division. I'll get to that in a second, but first a word from my bookie. Because ever since I've been working in in sports, people have asked me about over-unders, who's going to win, and we all have our opinion on who's going to win games. Get paid for it. You know who's going to win, right? Throw down some cash, win big today with mybookie.ag. My bookie has been in the business for years, and the rep is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses, so off the bat, you're making money for doing Nada. They have the fastest payouts. Only takes two business days. By the way, I hit a three-team parlay a couple weeks ago with my bookie. This week, hit a couple over-unders. Easy. Just like that. Lay down some cash. You win big. I would only recommend a service. One, if I've used it. Two, if it's been good to me, I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win. They pay. Join now. and My bookie will match your deposit with up to 100% bonus Use promo code LOBENGLES, like Locked On Bengals, LOBENGLES, to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Enter promo code LOBENGLES. You play, you win, you get paid. Be sure to check out my bookie. Seriously, do it. But getting back to the podcast, getting back to credit, where credit is due, this is something that I don't think a lot of people have noticed. And I'm going to give you a stat here. I'm going to give you a stat from Jay Morrison of the Dayton Daily News. The Bengals' defense has allowed 1,314 yards through five games. It's the fewest through the first five games of a season since 1976 when they allowed 1,213. This Bengals' defense played their first three games without their best player. This defense is a lot of young guys, and yes, they're talented, but you're seeing with the pass rush, six sacks yesterday, four of them on third down. So when they needed a sack, they got one. When they needed to make a play, they made one. And they also ended the game with a game-winning interception. Paul Gunther, the defensive coordinator, deserves a hell of a lot of credit. Think about it. Yesterday, they dealt with their two starting corners going down. Josh Shaw missed significant time, or or Sean Williams missed time. George Iloka was banged up for a minute. And this defense just kept on plugging away, kept on doing what it does. It's amazing. They're top five in a lot of categories defensively. In scoring defense, they're second. Total defense, second. Pass defense, second. Run defense, 15th. Sacks, second in the NFL. Who in the hell would have thought that? Think about this. Two months ago, going into this year, two months ago, we're in training camp feeling good. They're more athletic. They're faster. We didn't know what William Jackson was going to be or how much he would play. By the way, he was targeted six times yesterday, gave up one reception. A lot of people bring up his penalties. That dude can play. One reception, six targets. Darquez Denard, he's like the king of the open field tackle. I've seen him make four or five open field tackles that prevented huge gains. He had a double-digit tackle game this year, played very well. He's coming into his own. So two question marks answered. Paul Gunther deserves credit there. Carl Lawson, Jordan Willis, both had sacks yesterday. Two question marks answered. Lawson is a man-child. Now teams are double-teaming a rookie fourth-round pick. Why? Because the dude can ball. 
Jordan Willis, great addition, playing well. It's just everywhere you look, Nick Vigil, question mark. You're not sure what he's going to be. More athletic, has been playing well. Was great against Cleveland yesterday. I know he had a really good pass defense. He hit the ball out of, I think, LaShawn McCoy's hands, uh, a throw over the backfield or, or out of the backfield. So to me, this team, this defense, it's borderline elite. In in the crazy stat, they're two and three. The Bengals haven't won the turnover battle in any game yet. They haven't won the turnover battle yet. That should start to swing their way. They should start to get some more turnovers. They forced a McCoy fumble yesterday, bounces right right to a Bills player. So that's the thing. Stuff like that, going to start to bounce their way. And when that does, when that happens, this defense might even take another step in that direction, which would be huge. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. It's great to have you in on a Monday. Joe Goodberry going to join us tomorrow for our weekly Bengals film review. Make sure you keep it locked on LockedOnBengals.com. Five observations from the Bengals win over the Bills. You'll get Joe Goodberry. I'll be in the Bengals locker room this week. You got A.J. Green and Dave Lapham today. doesn't get much better than that. How are you feeling after the Bengals' two-game winning streak now? They're 2-3 and three on the year. If they were a stock, would you buy it? That was the topic today on Cincy 360, a show I host on ESPN 1530, noon to one every single day. If you're out of Cincinnati, live elsewhere, out of town, the iHeartRadio app, that's the place to do it. I also podcast it on my iHeartRadio channel, just like this is. It's on iHeartRadio, audioboom.com, and iTunes, Apple Podcast as well. Make sure you go multiple things. One, mybookie.ag, promo code LOBENGALS. Get some cash for knowing the spreads, knowing over-unders, all that stuff. You know who's going to win. Get it right. Get some money for it. Also, SeatGeek. You're buying tickets. You're going to see the Bengals play the Steelers next week. SeatGeek at promo code LONFL. We got the hookup. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Let me know how you're feeling about the Bengals. Email me, jamesrapine at ESPN1530.com on Twitter. At James Rapine, also at Locked On Bengals. Can't wait for tomorrow with Joe Goodberry in our weekly Bengals film review. We'll get the, the down low on Andy Dalton and his gutsy performance on A.J. Green, this offense, the defense, and so much more as we roll on here. Thank you so much for listening to a Monday edition of the Locked On Bengals podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 